this is Story Quest. Today's story is Summer Wishes for Santa. Do you ever wonder what Santa gets up to after he's delivered all the presents? You probably think he has a lovely rest before cracking on with the next year's gifts. Well, in this story, we'll find out a bit more about what happens after all the wrapping papers have gone in the bin bag and you're all settling down to your turkey dinner. And it starts on a farm. Daisy lived on Willow Farm with her ten brothers and sisters and her mum, dad and grandma. So that's quite a big family, right? But it didn't matter because Willow Farm was pretty big too. It had acres and acres of fields where they grew all sorts of tasty things to eat with the best carrots in the country and places the kids could play. There were woods with trees to climb, a big pond where they watched the frogs and a funny old scarecrow too in the middle of a vegetable patch who loomed high over the children's head on a nine-foot pole in his dungarees, checked shirt and a big floppy hat. It was a pretty good life. And even though it was summertime, Daisy found herself thinking about Christmas. Mum had been clearing out the attic and had been looking through the decorations and baubles. And so Daisy was beginning to wonder what she might get for Christmas herself. Well, if she managed to be good. Can you imagine how many presents you'd get under the tree with all those kids plus all the grown-ups? Quite a lot. But Daisy, like I said, was in a bit of a thoughtful mood. She was lying on the grass near the pond, watching the frogs. She'd got a favourite frog, who she called Karopi, as that's the sound he made. Karopi, Karopi, Karopi. He was small and cute, and Daisy watched him dart his tongue at passing flies, and she wondered if frogs got Christmas presents too. Then she laughed at herself because, well, of course they didn't. I mean, not everyone gets presents, but the frogs didn't. Horses didn't. Even Santa didn't get presents. This made her feel a little bit sad. Ugh, poor old Santa, Karopi. He delivers all those presents and what does he get? Nothing. That's such a shame. I wish I could get him something other than a measly old mince pie. Karopi looking small and cute, said, Karopi! But in a way that Daisy thought sounded like he agreed. What she didn't know is that a passing mischievous elf was in the bushes. He'd been sent out to get carrots for the reindeer, and as I have said, Willow Farm grew the tastiest carrots for miles around. And so, instead of going to Asda, as told, he thought he'd just swipe a few from the farm. Presents for Santa, eh? Oh, nice kid. And he thought he'd tell Santa all about it when he got back, which he did. Santa was so touched that that evening he spirited himself down to the farm and appeared in front of Daisy in a puff of snow. Santa! She exclaimed. Um, were you like six months early? Sorry to bother you, (laughs) but I thought I would just say how thoughtful you were to think of me. My elf heard you wishing you could get me a gift. I just wanted to say there's really no need, but thank you, Daisy, for being so kind. (laughs) So what would you choose for a present, though? 
she asked. Socks? Oh, bless my soul, no. Ho, ho, ho. Mrs. Santa never stops knitting me socks. Ho, ho, ho. Off the shave, then? Oh, unfortunately, I'm legally obliged to smell of pine trees and <clears throat> Christmas pudding. Well, what then? Hmm. Santa screwed up his bristly face in deep thought and then said, Truth be told, I'd just like to see children actually opening their presents, you know. I mean, I deliver them, but never stay to see their excitement or watch them playing with them. <laughs> I'm just off to bed for a few months and then back to the workshop, he said, a little sadly. But why couldn't you come back to watch? I've got ten brothers and sisters. There will be tons of presents to open there. Well, if we're good. I know. <laughs> it's a lovely idea. But I'm afraid I'll be spotted in an instant. I mean, well, look at me. <laughs> he pulled at his red velvet trousers. Who wears a Santa outfit other than me? <laughs> the OG. <laughs> I'd be spotted in an instant. And that goes against the magical rules. You're not supposed to see Santa, are you? Daisy began to get an idea. An amazing idea. Uh, what if you wore a disguise? I don't know. Say that you were looking for some work on the farm, and then you could see us all day. Again, he pointed at his iconic red hat with its white bobble, then pointed at his enormous red jacket with bells for buttons. Daisy thought he had a point. I mean, it's not that grown-ups would necessarily believe he was the actual main Santa, but at best they'd think he was someone in a fancy dress costume, and fancy dress costumes in farming really don't go together. Oh, I see what you mean. And it's not like I can borrow Dad's clothes. I mean, that would just be weird, right? They paused for a moment and imagined what Dad would think to open the door and find someone wearing his own clothes. They both shook their heads hurriedly. Yeah, too weird. Oh, well, it was a lovely idea. Ho, 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 I suppose I'd better be going. But just before he summoned the snowy mist, Daisy yelled, Stop! Hang on! I've got it! Months later, just one day before Christmas, there was a knock at the door at the farmhouse. Farmer Willow opened it to find a very large man standing on the doorstep with a grin as wide as a dinner plate and a very, very bushy beard. He reminded him of someone, but otherwise looked fairly normal. Oh, can I help you? He said, a little guardedly. Oh, I just wondered oh, if I might be able to uh, get some work on the farm. Uh, maybe, maybe, I don't know. On Christmas Day? You want to work on Christmas Day? No one works on Christmas Day. Well, you do, <laughs> said the big beardy stranger. It's true, there was always something to be done on the farm, and so Farmer Willow said he'd be glad of the help, as long as the stranger joined them for breakfast. After all, it was Christmas, and that's what happened. Have you guessed who the stranger was? Yeah, pretty obvious, isn't it? Or it is to us. It was Santa. He got his wish. After a night delivering presents, he quickly changed out of his festive furs and put on his disguise. Plain dungarees and a checked shirt and a very floppy hat. 
He rang the doorbell on Christmas morning to find a flurry of excited shrieks and laughter as the children played with their new toys. Daisy was outside on her gleaming new bike and rang her bell over and again and Santa beamed delightedly to see her happiness and he felt he would burst with happiness too. But you might be wondering, how did he find a disguise in the end? After all, no one other than Daisy knew the truth. Well, if you looked away from the farmhouse, over towards the distant vegetable patch, you might see what looked like a scarecrow. Or, what looked like a scarecrow might look like if it was dressed in red and white furs and bells. The scarecrow was more of a Santa crow, resplendent in Santa's clothes. And of course, Daisy's idea was for Santa to take the scarecrow's clothes in return, or at least borrow them, just for one day. Boxing Day dawned, and the mysterious stranger was gone. And the scarecrow was back in his muddy outfit. After all, Santa had had to do a bit of weeding, just for the look of the thing. And no one but Daisy knew the secret. And do you know what? Every year from then on, the mysterious stranger appeared on the farm to lend a hand and join in the festivities. And every year from then, a certain scarecrow got a very fancy new outfit. Well, just for the day. Thank you very much to Rowan, who created the character Crumpy the Frog, using the StoryQuest creator character. Thank you, Rowan, for creating such an amazing, uh, excellent frog. And thank you for getting me to do the voice, too. A great StoryQuest teamwork. You can create your own StoryQuest characters on the Fun Kids website. Just get to funkidslive.com slash StoryQuest and use our special StoryQuest character creator. And your character could appear in someone else's story right here. And now, over to our story master for this week, it's Annabelle. Well, Annabelle, you are our story master this week. Why did you send us the idea for Summer Wishes? Um, because I wanted to find out what would happen if you had um, Santa Claus coming at summer. I know, because we only see him for one night of the year. So learning what he might do in summer would be very revealing. What do you think Father Christmas gets up to when it's boiling hot outside? Um, I think he relaxes in his garden. Uh, do you reckon he has a big garden up at the North Pole? Yeah. The North Pole is, is quite cold, I think, isn't it? There's a lot of ice. How, how, how do you think he would sunbathe with a load of ice and elves around him? Have you got any ideas? He would go on holiday. Oh, of course. Well, where, where would Santa Claus go on holiday? He would go to Egypt. Okay, what's there in Egypt for Santa Claus to see? Santa Claus pyramids. Well, here's a question, Amabel. Um, Father Christmas is pretty recognisable, right? He's got the big beard, he's, he's a big chap. How how do you think he might disguise so people don't know it's him? Well, he might um, go to parts of Egypt where people don't live. Ah, that's a good idea. Maybe he might sneak in. And when he gets back home, 
What do you think he does to chill out for the rest of the year when he doesn't have to be busy um, making toys? He might sit down and have a drink. Well, listen, Amabelle, I've loved chatting to you about summer wishes and I really hope you enjoy it. Got an idea for a story? Tell us the title at funkidslive.com forward slash story quest and we could bring your story to life. For a new story each week, make sure you hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss a single episode.